From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We have big breaking NFL news. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Well, I would say that the draft just got a whole lot more interesting. Jeff Darlington, ESPN. I just spoke to wide receiver Debo Samuel, and he told me he has asked the 49ers to trade him. He did not want to discuss specific reasons behind his request, but he has indeed let the 49ers know his desire to leave the organization. Debo Samuel, who is arguably the most versatile offensive player in the NFL, says, I want out of San Francisco. This is wild. This is an offseason that saw Devontae Adams change teams. This is an offseason that saw Tyreek Hill change teams. And now barring some sort of coming together, Debo Samuel, after his breakout year, is changing teams. This is wild. You mentioned coming together. Can I can I propose this to you? What if he doesn't want to play with Trey Lance? What if a, a receiver of his status and ability doesn't want to wait Trey Lance out? Do we know Trey Lance is going to be the starter? Because last time I checked, Jimmy G is still there. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. or either of them in, in that case. Now I'm not. I mean, now if we're talking coming to Miami, you got Tua, but I don't think he wants to play with Trey Lance or Jimmy. I think that Debo, man. This is this is wild. So Tyreek Hill, I'm trying to remember. The Dolphins gave up a first, a first, right? A first. A Hold on. Let me let me uh, let's let's make sure because third is Debo is Debo more expensive than than Tyreek Hill? I don't know. I don't know if there's an answer to that. I feel I, like they're on par. It, it would be depending on who's who's pulling out the checkbook. Is 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 Debo Samuel? More valuable than Tyreek Hill. Is Debo Samuel more valuable than Tyreek Hill? Is Debo Samuel now wanting to be traded more attractive than Tyreek Hill was when he requested to be traded? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Is Debo Samuel right now Requesting to be traded by the 49ers. And this is a year where Mike McDaniel, now Dolphins head coach, really, truly popped open the cork on Debo. Not only was he a really good receiver, but he was just as effective as someone jet sweep. Someone lining up in the backfield. Someone running the football. Is Debo Samuel a more attractive option than Tyreek Hill was when he requested to be traded? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I almost think, and maybe critical thinking he's not, but I think that there's probably a thought in the NFL and amongst front offices that you do have to give up two first-round picks for Debo Samuel. Yeah, no He's doubt that about valuable. It. Yes, I would agree with that for sure. Yeah, what he means to your team and your offense, it, you can almost tack wins on there. Like if, if you're playing a Jets team or whatever, like and he puts you over the hump. 
Yeah. I feel like he's one of those guys now. But is he though? I mean, I still only believe a quarterback is what can truly, in a situation like this, depending on what it depends on what you have. It depends on what you have because I do think that Tyree Kill makes the Dolphins ultra dangerous because that defense is so good and because he becomes a perfect uh, a perfect placement alongside Jasicki, right? Yeah. I, last year when I apologize, last year when Debo was hurt when he wasn't playing for them, they were a totally different team. There were two different teams, one with him and one without Debo. So I think he means a lot to certain teams, but they were different without him. Definitely the teams. Because in my mind, as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, I'm just imagining Tom Brady throwing the ball to Debo Samuels, and that would be beautiful oh, any fantastic. Team, any team can make a case for why Debo yeah. is going to make them significantly better. Um, so the Dolphins gave up first-round pick this year. That was number 29. Second-round pick, fourth-round pick plus fourth and sixth round picks in 2023. Mm. That's what they gave up. A lot of picks. That's capital. Only one first rounder. So I'm curious, is Debo, and, and what we'll use as our, our, our gauge for valuable is the amount of first round picks, because that's what everybody's fixated on. Is Debo worth two first round picks? Is Debo Samuel worth two first round picks? I thought initially Tyreek Hill was worth two first-round picks. Stone, when we were discussing that day, and all of this transpired on air, Tyreek Hill, request trade, Cheetah. Kansas City Chiefs. Cheetah. Sage, and that makes you feel good. Cheetah. Yeah, that's right. Ooh. I know, that was pretty good, actually. You drew that out <laughs> extremely well. Um, uh, our, our discussion was all first-round picks. Yeah. And who had the more attractive two first-round picks? And the Jets, because they had the top ten pick, and then whatever additional first-round pick they could give, that immediately made them more attractive than the Dolphins. Turns out the Dolphins only gave up their late first-round pick. So is Debo worth two first-round picks? Debo Samuel, who can, and we've seen it, it's on film, he can do it all. Is he more valuable than Tyreek Hill? Is he worth two first-round picks? And where would he be the best fit? 888-760-3776. Now, I hate to say it, the Jets definitely, now because they didn't use the capital on Tyreek Hill, have the capital to try and make a play for Debo, right? Him and Elijah Moore with a with a struggling Zach Wilson. I like it. It matches. It matches. But does Debo want to go play in New York? I would say hell no. I- for the Jets, he loves he loves hanging out in Miami, and I, I, I not, don't put too much stock in that stuff. But he spends a lot of time down here. Like, I, I wouldn't imagine somebody would want to go from San Francisco, California, to New York. This isn't going to happen today. This will happen in the draft. It has to. This is going to be a draft situation. Uh, Adam Schefter tweets: Just because Debo Samuel has requested a trade, as Jeff Darlington reported, it doesn't mean the 49ers have to make one. Well, of course, but it is. At the very least, one more gigantic subplot to mix into draft week with other teams now figuring out ways to land one of the league's top weapons. Is Debo Samuel worth two first-round picks? Tyree Kill, the Dolphins got him for one. The Dolphins got him for one. Is Debo Samuel worth two? And are the Jets, I mean, it just feels like the Jets can be players with this. The Dolphins beat them out to get Tyree Kill. You've got to think the Jets are trying to get in on him, right? Like This is their chance to make up for that. For sure. But I feel like the Jets will jet, and they'll probably drop the ball. Oh, yeah, until until I see anything that they can do competently. I'm not going to believe it can happen. Absolutely. But I do think that he's worth two first-round picks. What if, though, because you know who has a buttload of, of picks is Kansas City. 
What if the Chiefs went out, and we've been talking about the potential stone of Chris Olave and them rebuilding that receiving core, but they sure as hell have enough now to be enticing to San Francisco. They, they are stockpiled with picks now. What a turn of events that would be. That would be so much fun to watch, too. I mean, it would be. But I don't know if Andy Reid has that petty bone in his body. Not that that necessarily I don't is think a, it's a petty, petty I think move. It's smart, Everybody it has a petty bone in their body, first of all. <laughs> uh, that's a fact. Getting rid of Tyree Kill and picking up Debo Samuel, which is essentially the, the same player, has the same skill set, it seems a little petty. I don't know if they can do it. Love it. When you throw that angle <laughs> on top of it, I'm here for it. I don't I know. Still want Andy, him to go to the Tam- I still want him to go to Tampa Bay, of course. Tom Brady doesn't need. Yeah, Debo I'll Samuel. take him. I'll take him. Tommy just needs to give a little phone call. That's the magic. Debo Samuel has requested a trade. He tells ESPN he has requested a trade. Scott is in Jupiter. Scott's on Ken Levick alive. Scott, is Debo a two first-round pick guy? Is he more valuable than Tyreek Hill was on this trade market? Hey, Ken, I don't know. I'm driving, but my question to you is what about the Packers? Well, I do think the Packers, because the Packers also have the capital as well. They're also looking to fill a gigantic hole. They're also trying to satiate uh, Diva Aaron, and uh, this would certainly do the trick. Yeah, I think that the Packers should absolutely be inquiring. It's not like they haven't had a line of communication with the 49ers over the last two years with the quarterback. So, yeah, of course. I think the Packers are going to be a name that immediately comes up, Scott. Yeah, just curious. I didn't know how many first-rounders they had, but figured I'd give you a shout. Yeah, no. Love the show, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, Scott. So I I, I do want to look because Green Bay, as far as their picks are concerned, they they are in good shape. And and everyone's calling for them to draft a wide receiver. Right. But who wants to play with Aaron Rodgers? Well, well here's another angle for it. Would Aaron Rodgers want to do that to his boy Randall Cobb, who plays on the inside as well? Now, I know you can put Debo anywhere and do a lot of different things, but, but that is old 35-year-old Randall Cobb getting moved to yeah. the back. Now, I feel like, yes, because Aaron Rodgers is always talking about success and like the, the fact that he hasn't won a ring in so long has been haunting him. Debo There's a helps. ghost behind him. Debo helps him achieve that. Debo, Debo helps. The Packers have picks 22 and 28. Phenomenal. They have 22 and 28. So, I I mean, I got to say that they could be in the mix. And if you look at, and Stone, if you you look at Debo and what he's able to do and how he's able to not only catch the ball but carry the rock as well, he kind of fits with what that would be in those conditions with that team. I mean, what about Ryan Montgomery? Well, what we see, what we see with Aaron Rodgers putting they Malafleur and and whoever was before him put wide outside running back. Like they do a lot of the quick moving stuff, a lot of different formations, a lot of moving parts, a lot of motions, a lot of jet sweeps. It fits. It fits, Man. and people are begging them to draft a wide out. This is crazy. And think about it too. AJ Brown is angry. Yeah. AJ Brown. Looks like he doesn't want to be in Tennessee because he's reading tweets. You know what he's done? He spent an offseason reading fan tweets. That's the and damn now he wants problem. Out of Tennessee. <laughs> That's the damn problem. Uh-huh. We got guys, my and this is my generation. Get off of Twitter, AJ Brown. Nobody who actually means anything to your situation. 
is calling you a diva. Oh, Not man. once in your career. We don't even know you that much. It is so And funny. I feel like once you let people know that you're reading yeah, stuff for, on Twitter, for sure. you're opening the gates. You can't handle it enough oh, to yeah. not stay off of Twitter. Oh, yeah. oh watch this. Uh, by the way, if you follow my Twitter, at KLV1063, you saw that a couple of weeks ago I was in Hialeah for Bash at the Beer, CCW, Coastal Championship Wrestling. Those are my people. Those are my people. Nilio Cuomo Costa, he is the man in charge at CCW, and he joins us here on Ken Levicka Live. Uh, Friday in Port St. Lucie, they are back at it. CCW presents St. Lucie Showdown 2, 8 o'clock, Mid-Florida Credit Union Event Center. You're not going to want to miss this. Kylan King, Cha-Cha Charlie, and the whole group there in Port St. Lucie. Then Saturday, it's CCW Presents Breakout 11 at the CCW Arena in Papano. Nilio, welcome back on. Uh, so first of all, I want to say, Bash of the Beer in Hialeah was the most legit. I mean, that was awesome. I appreciate it, and I know that you got some big things planned for Friday in Port St. Lucie. Much, Ken. We loved having you. I'm so glad that you were finally uh, able to uh, experience it in person. And yeah, we have an amazing show Friday. But first, I, w- I want to say uh, Debo Samuel to the Chicago Bears right. is the sleeper there. They need they need somebody. They have no receiver right now. Darnell Mooney's young and he's growing, but you can have someone who can be your your future re- uh, receiver for Justin Fields. But you know, nobody talks about the Bears breakdown. The rebuilding, Let's go. Hot takes. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. <laughs> But anyway, uh, yes, uh, Friday we have a huge show. I'm stoked about it. Um, you know, you saw how crazy our shows are, and, and we, have a, we have a great event. Uh, we have the uh, Vampire Warrior Gangrel uh, versus uh, Jacob Fatu, no disqualification. That's going to probably, you know, uh, be the huge event for the, for the night. But there's some uh, sleepers underneath that are going to steal the show. I love it. I absolutely love it. So, again, get your tickets, Coastal Championship Wrestling, FL.com. Port St. Lucie, 8 o'clock Friday. CCW presents St. Lucie Showdown 2. And then CCW Arena in Pompano on Saturday. Breakout 11. Coastal Championship Wrestling, FL.com. Coastal Championship Wrestling, FL.com. I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to put you on the spot. Current wrestling. Please. The way that that there are so many good indies, but also you have the two massive organizations, WWE and AEW. If you were to give two first-round wrestling draft picks up for one wrestler right now, Nelio, you in charge of CCW, who are you giving those first-round picks up for? Who would you love to see most in CCW? You mean any wrestler in the world or any wrestler not signed? Is, is this an at-large? In the world. Like in, the, have... in the world, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so it's, it's, it's a great thing that you asked me that. So uh, I'm going to give one of the weirdest uh, uh, answers because it's so cliche. Number one is still, still at 43 years old, Brock Lesnar. Because All right. of how real he is, yeah. uh, uh, he really draws fans and you feel it. Um, and then the other, another first-round draft pick is crazy. You know, uh, Again, it's going to sound so cliche, Roman Reigns. You know, every independent wrestling fan will say I'm nuts for those two picks, <laughs> but those guys, they have the look um, and, and they have what it takes to, like, build and market a company. They feel real. Um, but if you're asking about actually professional wrestling, uh, Okada uh-huh. uh, in New Japan, AJ Styles, okay. well, or Kenny Omega, one of those three yep. have to be in the top. That's good. So I think Jeanette was a little bit more into your, your Kenny Omega, AJ Styles than she was Brock Lesnar. Of course. And, uh, no, no, no. Well, no. that's what everyone expected me to say. They're like, this is indie 
super indie promoter, like, you know, loving Kenny Omega <laughs> and AJ Styles or whatever. I but like I, like, I like money, Ken. I like money, Absolutely. Ken. Brock Lesnar. No, 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 no. <laughs> For clarification, I just didn't like the Brock Lesnar one. I was a fan of the Roman oh. Reigns, especially when you said that he has the look. Roman Reigns definitely has the look. Of course. Brock, he's gorgeous. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, Beautiful. though, I do not like him. And I think oh that, my goodness. that I think <laughs> that adds to why he's such a great wrestler. Because he invokes that passion where you either love him or you hate him. And I hate him. <laughs> uh, Jenna. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Well, he's eliciting the proper reaction out of you. Exactly. He's doing his job. That's right. Nelio Como Costa <laughs> with us, the man in charge at CCW. And again, St. Lucie Showdown 2, Friday, 8 o'clock, Mid-Florida Credit Union Event Center in Port St. Lucie. Coastal Championship Wrestling, FL.com. Get your tickets. They're going to go fast then in Pompano on Saturday. Uh, Fuego del Sol, that was when, when he oh. was at Bash of the Beer. I mean, that was a banger that he had. That humped. That entire match was awesome. Uh, when can we expect Fuego del Sol back in CCW? Well, tentatively now, July. Okay, um, good. Uh, I would love, obviously, have another uh, match with Alan Martinez, but I'd love to, you know, uh, the next night he had an amazing match with, with uh, Trevor Reed, T.C. Reed. He's 2-0 now uh, uh, with CCW, but yeah, he's back. Uh, I want to bring him back as much as possible. One, one of the best parts of uh, uh, spending time with a guy like Fuego was speaking to him about being able to have a 15, 20-minute main event amazing match two nights in a row like that. When he's not all wrestling, you, you know, you can watch him have a three-minute match on AEW Dark or a five-minute match on Dynamite, and they're amazing, but it's not the same as going and watching someone like Fuego or someone like Brian Cage, uh, who we have in Nashville in, in two weeks, uh, have a main event, 20, 30-minute match uh, against amazing independent opponents, and that's what you can see when you come to CCW as opposed to, you know, of course you can see Fuego on, on AEW Dark, but you're going to see a different Fuego, and, and yep. he loves it. So he'll be back. You know, it was awesome. He is just absolutely incredible. I got to say, too, your women's division is awesome. And Kylene King is that cage match that she had just a couple of weeks back. I mean, what a badass. She is outstanding. You've got some real good women's wrestlers as well. Yeah, well, you know, she's amazing in the, like her size um, and, and just her wrestling ability. But you also have to look at Marina, who everybody hates. You remember, like, if you, if you have a feud like that, and a match like that, you do need that that you know that heater, that that heel that everybody hates. And Marina played that part perfectly. And you know, with Kylin, it's it's amazing that I still have uh, so much availability on her. You know, it's no doubt that you know she's uh, uh, one of Cody Rhodes's fam- like uh, favorite wrestlers. You know, he retweeted that you know she should be the CCW heavyweight champion, not just the women's champion. <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, we have people at that level talking so highly of Kylin King. It's amazing that. Uh, I still have access to her. So, you know, with that, with Kylan King, uh, this weekend she'll wrestle uh, Ashley uh, D'Ambrose, uh La Creme de la Creme, also uh, wrestling on All Elite Wrestling. You can see them in a really interesting setting, like I said, in a more meaningful match, you yep. know, and up close and, and accessible. Yep, absolutely. And so a lot of these stars you're seeing on AEW Dark or on television, you can see them up close and personal. CCW. Coastal Championship Wrestling again Friday, St. Lucie Showdown 2, Saturday, Pompano CCW Arena. Get your tickets, Coastal Championship Wrestling FL.com. Uh, uh, real quick, Nelio, before we let you go, Nelio Cuomo Costa, the boss man at Coastal Championship Wrestling, we were actually having a discussion before the show about the best finishers 
in wrestling. And I I was sort of going back and forth, and I think, and I'm a big Bret Hart guy, so I obviously have a lot of disdain for the man I'm about to bring up. But in his heyday, Goldberg with the jackknife powerbomb, like that was the way he was able to just bend his body into it after delivering the spear. That was devastating. I still go back to that as one of the more more oomph finishers. But Jeanette, what's what was the one you said? Well, I we took out Stone Cold the Stunner. Everybody's gonna say the Stunner, right? So you can't use that exactly. So I was gonna go RKO, Randy Orton. I love me a good RKO. So what about you? You're you're in the business. You're into making money. What's what's the money finisher here? Man, it's so funny because it's the same thing when you're talking about professional wrestlers. So there's a finish that uh, I I used when I was younger, but it's so dangerous. It's called the Steiner Screwdriver. Okay. If if you're at home, Google Steiner Screwdriver (laughs) GIF. And basically, it's just like a jackhammer, only you drop them into a pile driver. And I guess some guys broke their necks. It's incredibly, you know, incredibly dangerous. But that, to me, is one of the most impressive finishers of all time. Unfortunately, it's so dangerous. Like, no one uses it. Uh, you know, since probably the 90s. Right. So that would be my number one finish because as a kid, I would watch uh, Scott oh. Steiner do the, do that to um, like enhancement talents. And of course, I thought this was amazing. And then, as <laughs> you know, when you become a wrestler, you realize, like, why would he put someone's life in their hands like that? Right, especially right. enhancement talent. But, but uh, I think, I guess I'm showing my age. I guess it's, the, it's, it's similar to the RKO, but the diamond cutter made DDP. That's right. DDP. You know, and the ability, yeah. <laughs> the ability to hit the diamond cutter. Uh, uh, from from out of everywhere, uh, Bre- like you said, Bret Hart. I, I'm a huge Bret Hart guy, so I love the sharpshooter, uh, the super kick too. I mean, it's so simple. Yeah, uh, it was used as a transitional move for so long, but when it was a protected move, that move is just amazing. Yeah. So I'd say that one, and then um, man, just a, a, a Jerry Lawler that pile driver, just a sit down pile driver. It looks so devastating. It broke Andy Kaufman's neck. When you protect a move like that, there's just nothing better than it. Agreed. Oh, that's so good. I love I love that Neilio is such a nerd, and it's great to talk to him. <laughs> Neilio Como Costa, again, the boss at Coastal Championship Wrestling. Coastal Championship Wrestling, FL.com. Get your tickets. Port St. Lucie, St. Lucie Showdown 2, Cha-Cha Charlie, Kylan King, Gangrel, so much more. And then Papano, if you miss it Friday, or just go to both. But uh, Saturday. Let's go to both. Let's go to both, exactly. <laughs> April 23rd. Uh, again, Coastal Championship Wrestling, FL.com. Nilio, thanks for the time, brother. Appreciate you. You guys rock. Thank you, Ken. I'll speak to you guys soon. Thank you guys so much. All right, my man. Nilio Como Costa again. He is the boss at Coastal Championship Wrestling. That uh, Steiner screwdriver is unbelievably dangerous. I just saw the gif, the gif gif. I yeah, don't know what it's called, yeah. but oh my gosh, yeah. that's absolutely understand why. There's they don't a reason allow, guys would much rather that. throw themselves off the top of a cage yes. than be on the receiving end of the uh, Steiner screwdriver. No, just trust you. me on that. Debo Samuel, he wants a trade. He wants out of San Francisco. He tells Jeff Darlington of ESPN, "I want out." This is after weeks of drama between him and the 49ers. And really, that drama means there probably hasn't been much discussion between him and the 49ers. Is he more valuable now than Tyreek Hill? Is he more valuable now than what Tyreek Hill was when he requested a trade from Kansas City? Is two first-round picks appropriate for Debo Samuel, who's so versatile? 888-760-3776-888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at KLV1063. So far, we've said maybe the Jets have a chance. Maybe the Packers, who have two first-round picks this year, they have a chance. 
Would the Chiefs, with all those draft picks, put together a package to get Debo? Where would he best fit? 888-760-3776. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. If, if, if there's a game five in the first round series between the Heat and Hawks, that's a big old fat girthy if. Then to get to FTX Arena, you should use Brightline. The old yellow train that goes so fast and is so stress-free. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com. That was an unintended choo-choo noise <laughs> oh. from Jeanette, who did not know her mic was on, and she's just choo-chooing to herself. That was weird. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. You can get on the train Get yourself a snack. Get yourself a drink. Choo-choo if you'd like. If you're Jeanette, kick your feet up and get down to FTX Arena. That Miami station's a block and a half away. Oh, but what happens when the train leaves and the game is not over? Doesn't matter. Uh-uh. Buzzer beater train. You specifically get on the buzzer beater train. Want to know why they call it that? Because the buzzer sounds and you got plenty of time to waltz onto the, chain, uh, onto the train. Choo-choo. Amongst a chain of people. Thank you. Good save. It's GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. Stress-free way. The only way to get through South Florida. If you like chaos and terribleness and brake lights and standing still on pavement in your car, then hell, drive to the heat. I don't care. But if you like drinking and eating and relaxing mm. and maybe napping mm. and then heating, mm. it's Brightline. GoBrightline.com in the free Brightline app. Uh, Debo Samuel appears to be available. He wants to be traded. He was probably Stone the the biggest revelation of last football season. Yeah, hell right? yeah, yeah. So, Debo is he worth two picks? Two first round picks? Is he worth two first round picks? Is he more valuable now than when Tyreek Hill? requested his trade, and the Dolphins gave up a first-round pick and five total picks for Tyreek Hill. I'll say that when he signs whatever contract he's about to sign, the number won't be too far off from what Tyreek Hill won't be that much less or that much more. It's going to be eerily similar. NFL Network's reporting that money's not the object here. Money's not the issue. Mm. There's something else at play. So I don't know what the – I'm sure Debo wants a big contract, but – I'm just wondering about compensation right now. Mm-hmm. I tend to think because Debo now has the reputation of do-it-all and because his agent and the Niners are going to say, oh, well, he can carry the ball. He can line up out wide. He can line up in the backfield. He's going to be worth two first-round picks or nothing. I think he's probably more valuable right now in NFL circles than Tyreek Hill was. I, I think he might have a higher ceiling. You're right. Like, there is just a few things more on the football field that he can do. I think but he has again, a more versatile reputation. I don't think it's ceiling. I think it's just more versatile reputation than anything. Does that make sense, Jeanette? Uh, uh, the first word that came to mind was swagger. But he, we're, He's got swag. He has 
It's more swagger than Tyreek Hill. But, but I think what might trump that trend, uh, Ken, is the offense. Like, what system he's in. Like, he was able to sure, do that sure. in San Fran. Sure, sure. Like, he was, it was a plug-and-play system. It's that West Coast style. Ragtag. A lot of RPO. And it, what it was for the Chiefs was, man, this guy was just taking the tops off of defense. This guy was catching the ball behind this line of scrimmage. Like, I don't know. I, I think when you talk— I guess he does have to go to the right place, right? Like, Tyreek Hill is just a burner. You know what he is. He's yeah. a burner, right? Yeah, and, and Jalen Waddell did that in Miami's offense yeah. last season. So it's like, hey, Tyreek can, can do this too. Yeah, Debo Samuel's a little different. He's fast. Yeah. He's not Tyreek Hill fast. He's not. He's not Jalen Waddle fast. He's big. And when you talk about— He can take run, on tacklers. Yeah, like running routes down the middle of the field, like a seam route, like a dig route, like a, like a 200-meter dash slant route where you catch it and turn up. We didn't really see Debo no, do you're right. a lot of that stuff. You're right. You're right. And, and so I think systematically they differ. So you think differ. that might keep it from being two first-round picks? He's valuable. No, I don't. I, I, I think he's that valuable. I, I, I just when we, I don't think he's that far off than Tyreek Hill. You think There's, he's so? Let me. So you think he's worth two first-round picks for the place that knows that they're going to be able to utilize him? Bingo. Or else you just need to stay away because you could be paying a lot for a guy that you don't know how to use. Mm, right on. He's, right on. Someone will, someone will cough up that money. For me, he's stick shifting. It looks pretty, but I trade for him, and I don't know how to drive him. Make sense? <laughs> yeah, it actually it. does. I'm not even going with like an expensive car. I'm just saying stick shift, period. I cannot drive stick. I would describe my dating life the same way. <laughs> and that's the problem with the Jets. Like, hey. the, 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 the Jets wouldn't know how to drive that car. Like that, That's a good point. Like There are teams out there who, who he wouldn't even be useful. Just grind that clutch. Yeah, that's what the they Jets would be would doing. Just grind that clutch with Debo. Uh, so Jeanette wants Debo in Tampa. Yes, Jeanette, I'm going to allow you under the instrumental of Jack Harlow to make your case for Debo Samuel. Go ahead. You've got like I don't know 30 seconds. I need the music. Let's set the scene. Ring, 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 ring. It's the phone. <laughs> Good phone. Ring. Hello. Hey, Debo, what's up? This is Tom Brady. You know, QB12, the GOAT. Just wanted to let you know, you know, we got a spot for you here in Tampa Bay and Florida. And we've seen you around Miami. We know you like the warm weather. We know you like the scene and the vibes of Florida. Don't you want to come over? Oh, also, we got a couple good players out here. You got a great support system. Vita Vea is back. Mike Godwin, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Oh, yeah, and what? How, how does Super Bowl run mean to you? You want that? Don't deal with the phonies. You're going to hear about Aaron Rodgers. You're going to hear about all these guys. I'm a leader. That's what you need in your life. Screw that Tua guy. Come to Florida. Have a leader. Have the goat behind your back. Let's go, Debo. Call me. Bye. (laughs) And actually, that's a good case. I think Debo's going to to Tampa now. (laughs) I think Debo is headed to the Bucks. TB12 slash Jeanette has made the case. You just heard the Buccaneers recruiting pitch. What do you think? The problem eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Did Jeanette make the 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 closed book end the discussion recruiting pitch to Debo Samuel? You sounded just like TB twelve. I was gonna say you sounded cooler than Tom Brady, and that's yeah. the problem. Tom Brady would be like, ah, hi, Debo. I don't know. That was my Tom Brady. No, that was good. That was good. Only the Tom Brady haters like y'all. Uh, Mike is in Wellington. Mike's on Ken Levick alive. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys, I agree with Jeanette. I could really see him coming to Tampa, not as a Bucks fan, but there's that Brady persuasion that he just brings out in people. It's not the bias. But, um, the Brady persuasion. I, I do, but I do believe that he, this guy has worked two first-round picks. I mean, 
Tyreek's a burner, but you don't get players like Debo that are knocking people's mouthpieces out every time he hits them. And I just think he's such a dynamic player. He's a powerhouse. He, he turned 26 this year. He's still young. He's got a lot of time left. I, I at first didn't see him going with Tampa, but I also had a weird scenario. Could you imagine Debo lined up next to DK Metcalf? Mm. Nobody's going to want that smoke. No. <laughs> I mean, no, that would be terrifying. But I would love him to come to Tampa, and that, that's just my take. He's definitely worth two uh, first round guys. Kid's a powerhouse. Appreciate you. My, oh, by the way, what did you think of Jeanette's pitch to uh, Debo? Pretty solid? It's pretty solid to me, but pretty biased uh, towards Jeanette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Love you, Mike. <laughs> I, 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 knew, like, I, I knew there would be rave reviews or positive reviews of that. Appreciate it, Mike. Uh, now, uh, Encino Jupiter uh, tweets, uh, this is from Arrowhead Live, which is a Chiefs, a Chiefs fan site. I don't see how the Chiefs can compete with a team like the Jets in a Debo trade. Wouldn't be shocked if they offer up the 10th pick and then $30 million contract uh, at the very least per year. That's at the very that. least. Yeah. Like, I, I, I the Jets always... are in a prime position, but they're the Jets. That's what's holding them back. They're the being for the sure. Jets. Yeah, well, for I mean, one hundred percent. I'm not. I'm not too sure that San Fran wouldn't have already offered him thirty million a year. That that, that seems like a low number for a guy like with Debo and Tyreek Hill and AJ Ben are asking for. I mean, guys are getting that now. Devontae is getting more than that. Yeah. So so I feel like thirty was already offered. So so that's come on, Arrowhead Live. But if again, is there leeway because he says it's not about money? If this is indeed a philosophical. Thing. Dealer's choice. He ain't going to New York. So does he want to play with Tua? Like it, it is preference if, now. So does he, me, well, that, it's not Tua. It's Mike McDaniel that he would really be going to. Well, let I was me, saying, that's not a selling point for me. Oh, you want to it's play with not, Tua? That's, that's his why boy. Was, Mike McDaniel's his boy. That's Debo's boy. Oh, they I, love I, each you other. Oh, I was oh, talking about Tua I you were being a about selling Tua. point. Yeah, she was talking yeah, about I was Tua. Like, Tua oh, is not I a selling point. I'm sorry. I thought no, you were talking about no. McDaniel. No, the first Back phone off, call. Back off. Calm down. I was talking about <laughs> the, Tua. But the first phone call being made is Mike McDaniel calling Debo today. It already happened. Hey, bro, you okay? Everything good? You want to do one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do one, do one, do one, do one. I'm not doing a Mike McDaniel impression. Because <laughs> it would be like my Tom Brady. Hey, Tom, right? It would be the same exact thing. Tring, tring, tring. Then he said, I know. But but if if I'm Debo. And I went to the NFC title game with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Why wouldn't you come ball with Tua when Tyreek Hill made the conscious decision? to Right do? on. It's a defense similar, too. Sanford had a really good defense. Miami's got a really good defense. Wait. If you know you're going to be in the exact same offensive system, is it worth Chris Greer saying, hey, we don't have any first-round picks this year, but we have three next year. Just give it all away. A true bleep those picks. Scenario, no more so doubt than anybody in NFL history. And a lot of coaches blow smoke, I'm sure, when recruiting these players. And I can only imagine what it sounds like in the NFL. But there's no blowing smoke as far as Mike McDaniel to Debo Samuel conversations. Like, hey, no. I, I can assure you these touches. This is what we're gonna do. Remember these plays? Yeah, we're gonna run these in certain situations. To his strength is this. Jimmy couldn't do it. Like, after after Mike McDaniel took the Dolphins' job, the first person to visit him and go to lunch with him on South Beach was Debo Samuel. <laughs> you know? He loves Miami. Also. I, I, they have two firsts next year. Uh, two firsts, a second, two thirds, a fifth, and a sixth. Get rid of both firsts and take a third. And let's get Debo. Chris Greer, make it happen. Oh, man, that's F those picks. That's, F that, those picks. <laughs> he five, said it. 
Heat and five F those picks. That's what those are my slogans. With those are my mantras. Out from my chest. Yes. F those picks. Those th- those sum you up. Oh, I love those two man. mantras. Those are the show mantras now. This is this is crazy. This is crazy. And it, but it's not crazy, but it's crazy. Like well, it, it's crazy because Devontae Adams. See ya. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Vegas. Tyreek Hill. See ya. Going to Miami. AJ Brown, Tennessee, off of his Instagram bio. Three guys you would have thought would retire with those teams. Yeah. Like you, you thought Devontae Adams was yeah. retiring a pack. Love it. Debo wants out of San Francisco. DK Metcalf, we don't know if he's starting the year in Seattle. Love it. We don't know. We don't know. What about Kyler Murray? What's going to happen to him? He's really salty. Yeah, Baker Mayfield kind of kind of blazed the trail, and Kyler said, all right, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I don't want this treatment. So, I mean, we have, he's radio silent. We, have, we, haven't well, heard now anything he's gone him. radio silent. He's left a trail of tears before that. Oh. <laughs> Mommy. Baby. All right, when we return, Jeanette Javier will review a movie. She does it every week. And we're going back to football. But before that, let me tell you about former NFL agent, our guy, Pat Lawler. Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys. He's my guy, and he is one hell of a personal injury attorney. He is trying to help you get the compensation that you deserve. Slip and fall, motorcycle accident, car accident, boating accident, any personal injury matter, it's scary. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go to. And that is where Pat Lawler comes in. Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys want to lawyerup.com. The consultation is free. He wants to make sure after he meets with you that he can win for you. He doesn't want to take your money. He wants to know that he can win for you and get you the compensation you deserve. He will lead the way. His Him and his team have decades of trial experience. They're who to go to. Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys want to lawyerup.com, want to lawyerup.com. Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys. When we return, Jeanette Javier's sports movie spectacular. She is Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. It's hot. It's gross. It's sweaty. It's stinky. It's heavy. Suffocating. That's why you need your home air conditioned. Because if it's not, you got problems. EDS is yes. EDS is air conditioning. And EDS is how you keep yourself cool in the long, hot, South Florida summer that lasts until Thanksgiving. It's already started, and it lasts until Thanksgiving. If you're new down here, surprise, should have thought about that before you moved down here, and then you crammed our roads up. But I'm not bitter. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They've been doing it since 2006. Family owned and operated, and they are working their appointment schedules around you. Whether your air conditioning needs to get serviced or replaced, how do I remember? How do I remember? There's so many air conditioning companies. I figured it out for you. It rhymes. EDS is yes. EDS is yes. You just have to remember that. EDS Air Conditioning, EDSAirConditioning.com. That's EDS. I've lost it. Debo Samuel being available and my new mantra, F those picks. 
I believe. Chris Greer, give him away. Everything we've believed so far about the Finns is coming to fruition, so don't stop now. Give him away. Jimmy Butler, 45. Trey Young, trash. Jalen Waddle catching <laughs> passes. Tyreek Hill running down the sideline. Mike Desicki going over the top. And now Debo Samuel bulldozing you. I believe. No love for the defense? Come on. What is X going to do? Pick it off. <laughs> Javon Holland, line it up. Panthers win the cup. Agba. I'm feeling great. Speak it into existence, Kay. Speak it. Win that cup. Sawgrass Mills. Championship parade. Mm. Go Cats. We're going to be there. Yeah. All right, Jeanette. Every week, you're someone that reviews sports movies. Because before you got into sports talk radio, you didn't watch anything sports movie related. It is a rich field. It is a genre that is very particular. And now that you're in sports talk, you are under the contractual obligation to watch sports movies. And that is why we have created Jeanette Javier's Sports Movie Spectacular. And today, as we open the doors to Tinseltown, in honor of the NFL draft starting next Thursday, we will review the film Draft Day. Yes. One through five plantains, that's the rating system. One plantain, no good. Five plantains, excellent. Proud Dominican Jeanette Javier uses the plantains as her basis of review because they are... But plantains, Hispanic bananas. No, they're not. Okay, whatever. Anyways, I'm going to start with two huge shout-outs. One is, of course, the grand Kevin Costner, who's pretty much in every sports movie. <laughs> if you're making a sports movie, you got to include Kevin Costner. That is a new line for me. And what did you know him from first? Dances with Wolves. Okay. Now he's in everything that has a sports. If it's a sports movie, it's Kevin Costner. Let's go. Anyway, also shout-out to our sister station in Cleveland, mm-hmm. 8.50 a.m. They were in the movie. Yep, Riz Goldhammer. Yes, congratulations, really gentlemen. I didn't IMDb them, but I hope they have an IMDb page. Just to show you that ESPN West Palm is involved in everything, not just here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Those are our teammates, our good Karma Brands teammates that are in the first couple of minutes of draft day. You can't escape us. But anyways, uh, <laughs> also, rest in peace, Chadwick Bozeman, who is in this movie, so three shout-outs. Anyways, so long story sure short, I Hated the first part of the movie. Okay. Hated the first part of the movie. It is boring. The acting is terrible. Yep. I was wondering why you were making me watch this thing. Because, and I was slightly confused. I was like, how do we have Jennifer Gardner and Kevin Costner? And I am bored out of my mind with this. But then that draft day drama. And yes, a lot of it does not, it doesn't make sense. Like you mentioned, why would you take a running back so early in the draft? But the drama was good. And I enjoyed it. Especially when at first he gave away the first... The three first-round picks, and then he got his boy, and then he made another trade, and he gave away the second, and then he got his first-round draft picks back. It was great. Also slightly confused on what the metaphors in this movie, hoping you can clarify some of the <laughs> quotes for me here. Uh-huh. Um, also, great line. I'm going to start with this. Great line. You pancake-eating mother bleeper. Uh-huh. That actually made me laugh, and I hope to call people that in the future <laughs> when appropriate. Good. Uh, people pay to get what? What does that mean? I don't know. Where does that derive from? Not sure. I've never met Stone? anybody who pays to get what? I have an imagination, so I can assume, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going right, to you know, go for it. Water park? I don't know. Terrible. Yeah. Looks like Tarzan plays like Jane. Mm. What does that mean? Really? Sexist. That is a classic. I took it as a very (laughs) sexist thing, but I didn't want to play into that. I've never heard that phrase before. 
but whatever. I, I listened to it. Um, and then in the third one, you sold a cow to get magic beans. Mm-hmm. This line threw me into a loop. Like, who has a cow and who has magic beans and who decides to have them in the same transaction? I What does it mean? Explain I don't know. Me. I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah, that is a tough one. So I was bored out of my mind and listening to these liners. Say it again. Confusing. Say it again. You sold a cow to get magic beans. Oh, my it, God. Something. I mean, it goes back to like a, a fairy tale. So all a very annoying part of the movie there was dramatic telenovela music for every scene. It was disgusting and it was overplayed and very annoying, as you can see by my response. So the first part of the movie you thought was bad. You liked the football parts. Overall, and the Browns get their guy. Yeah. They make a gutsy trade. They get their linebacker number one overall. Yeah, you missed a quote of the movie. Vontae Mack, no matter what. Oh, that stuck with me. But let's not forget that a running back goes in the top five. Which made no sense. Which should never happen. Ever. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. Which makes it as unrealistic as Jurassic World. Whoa! When they reopened the dinosaur Whoa. park after people were murdered years prior in Costa Rica. Now that was a good The government movie. let them build another park. That's that unrealistic. I still would have gone to Jurassic Park, too. <laughs> I, I would have. I'm with you, too. We just go. Anyways. Um, also, the love stuff. Yeah. So unnecessary. Why are you dropping that your girl's pregnant at the end of the movie? Yeah. With the last two minutes? That's really what we're leaving on? I it was it was it was annoying. One plantain through five. What are you giving draft day? Better than Raging Bull. Raging Bull is one, so I'm gonna give it two plantains. Two plantains for draft day. By the way, Jennifer Garner's performance in draft day is one of the single worst acting performances I have ever seen. The whole cast. It was really bad. Terrible. That movie was straight up trash. <laughs> Heaton five. F those picks. Mm. Louder! Believe it. <laughs> Heaton five. Trey Young, trash bag. Jeanette Javier, are you back Friday? See. Si. Awesome. Still on the Bandowitz Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll be live on ESPN 106.